0: Hey, waffle gang i do hope you are well my name is mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories uh neighbor stories today in fact and if you do love a reddit story why not consider hitting that like subscribe maybe that notification bell too and let's crack on with today's first story now today's first story comes from well this is weird 20 from the subreddit true off my chest who says i live below a cult leader and i fear i've angered her I, female 28, have lived in the same apartment for four years. My neighbors in the unit above me are a couple in their 30s who have lived there for about three years with no issues between us. During the past six months, I've noticed some changes in their behaviors. At first, it was just a few days per week. I'd hear music with heavy bass accompanied by rhythmic jumping. I assume they bought an exercise bike or something. But sometimes the jumping gets so intense that it shakes my overhead light fixtures. The jumping routine had been escalating to the point that it takes place every day, normally between 8am and 10am. I also noticed that they called 1-800-JUNK and got rid of a lot of nice possessions. However, I figured none of this was my business, so I kept my observations to myself. About three weeks ago, everything escalated. Multiple times per week, on weekdays and during working hours, it sounds like they're hosting a mini burning man event in their apartment the music is so loud and clear that it sounds as if i'm at a concert or sitting in my living room there's clearly a lot of people involved because the jumping and stomping shakes multiple light fixtures and cabinets the music is a mix of new age slash spiritual vibes dance beats and a male voiceover giving weird instructions like oh hold up rebrand yourself surrender yourself (laughs) Stomp, stomp, in response. I've taken audio recordings on my phone and one video from the hallway during these events. I still didn't complain to the building, but I wanted evidence in case it became a regular thing. This week, I've encountered a big problem. The couple above me has a private patio, which is directly above my bedroom. I came home from a three-day trip out of town yesterday and my ceiling is legitimately collapsing in one corner. Big chunks of plaster had fallen to the ground and I saw a little water. I immediately called my superintendent since I don't want to be buried alive by sealing rubble if it gives out. When he came to check it out, he was shocked and pissed. He said that the woman in the couple appears to be working with some people, doing workshops or something. He can see their patio from his apartment window, and he watched the group do these dancing plus jumping plus dirt rituals out there on a weekly basis. He said they all dance and jump to the music, and then spread dirt, along with something else, he said he doesn't know what it is, across the patio on a weekly basis. He believes that the dirt plus unknown substance combo is getting through the wooden cracks, absorbing water, and weighing down my ceiling. In order to fix the problem, my super said he had to go talk to the woman, check out their patio, and ultimately hire a contractor to pull up the wood to scrape out whatever the hell is causing my ceiling to fall. I could hear them talking from my room, and the woman sounded distraught and defensive. When my super left, he called me and warned me that she might try to come down to my apartment and demand to see the damage, but don't let her in. This was a little concerning to me. She a threat. The damage is real. I wouldn't mind showing her. She started playing her music again relatively loud. Kind of like a warning shot. I mentioned the music slash jumping to the super and said I had audio recordings. He started begging me to send the evidence to the front office. It sounds like he wants them evicted. I said okay sure. I hate to be a rat but if I have to choose sides I'll side with a building that dictates my annual rent price. He called me twice more that afternoon to confirm that I shared my evidence and I said yes. Shortly after everything went down, I left my apartment to run an errand. The woman was outside just standing on the sidewalk and stared at me the whole time as I walked by. I ignored her. This isn't my fault. Now today, I went to run another quick errand in the neighborhood. When I returned, the couple was again standing on the sidewalk, both of them this time, followed me into the building and then waited until I was opening my apartment door to confront me. They were both wearing creepy fake smiles. The woman has horse girl hair down to her waist, then started interrogating me. They asked, is your ceiling really collapsing? When did it start? Do you think it was related to the recent rainfall? Because our patio is just fine. I was a little uncomfortable. Were they waiting for me outside? How did they know I even left the building? Why were they both standing there? I've literally never seen them enter together in three years of living here. But I have nothing to hide, so I confirm the damage is pretty bad. I just don't want it to fall during the winter. I'm sorry for the inconvenience, but hopefully the work will be done quickly for everyone's sake. They seemed satisfied enough, so I said, Have a good day and shut my door. I'm getting the sense that they are nervous about what the contractors will find when they tear open their patio. What the fuck is up with the dirt rituals? Who are these people she's working with? I don't know what they look like or why they're available to stomp around on weekdays. The repair work has started on both sides, but the contractors will come up on Wednesday for the grand reveal of what's under the patio that's making my ceiling collapse. In the meantime, I feel like I need to be alert and keep my eyes out for these people, as well as a couple. It's unusual for me to see them in general, especially twice in two days. They seem scared and in denial of the problem. He also literally ambushed me. Hopefully it's over soon. Then OP supplied an audio recording. And after listening to a portion of it, that would absolutely do my nutting. Listen to that for a bit. It is really freaky as well. But I just think the absolute inconsideration, you know you've got neighbors below you and you're jumping around like that upstairs. That is absolutely madness. And to be stood out on the sidewalk staring at you, that's weird as hell, man. But as always, after the first part, we always cover a couple of comments, then we go on to the update. So... Keeping Up With Me says OOP, you sound so rational and dealt with all this like a rock star. Not to be insensitive, but this reads like a novel. Like this is super odd and now I want to know what the contractors find, don't we all? The way that your super responds also makes me wonder if he knows something about them but can't tell you. I'm so glad your super is doing something about it. I hope for your mental health they are evicted to do their dirt cult business somewhere else. Fingers crossed for you. Ms. Anonymous says, time for them to be evicted. They cannot behave in this way or damage the property. They are living in a shared space. Some people have no respect for their neighbors. Keep documenting, please. Keep turning it in. They need a lot of evidence before they can evict. Also, is it possible for you to move to another unit? Honestly, you could sue the complex because if they didn't immediately resolve the problem and it caved in on you, there was a huge lawsuit waiting to happen. Keep on the management. You have every right to feel safe. And that's kind of what I thought, you know, if you're in charge of the building and you can see one of your tenants, their roof is collapsing in on them. Would you want them to be standing there? They might be stuck for options and where they can move the person. But the thought of a massive lawsuit has got to be a worrying thing at the same time. But Crapface says next time it happens, try calling management or possibly any on-site property maintenance. Have them enter under the pretense of needing to check something else. And once they witness it, have them confront the neighbors. a foolproof plan but it throws a wrench in the neighbors trying to blame you if they can say they were in your place and notice the disturbance good luck either way and be vigilant when you go in and out until things are resolved right now i can't wait any longer we need to go to the next update hope he's got me hooked so update says the contractors came today and reported that there was in fact dirt and sludge visible below the neighbor's patio However, thanks to the help of my internet sleuthing friend, I've gained a lot more insight into the realm that dwells above me. As one Redditor suggested, nice work, my neighbor is affiliated with multiple ecstatic dance communities, both international and local. The international group has planned events during which all cells of the organization host dance sessions simultaneously. It also has a YouTube channel that streams Psytrance music 24 7 I listened to a portion of it and a female voiceover declared, you are becoming the game master. (laughs) Meanwhile, the local groups seem to be more exclusive and more radical in their mindset. One of the local groups, hosted by my neighbor's good friend, conducts three-day events that cost upwards of $400 for admission. Participation in all three days is mandatory. I get the impression that they all sleep in the studio space and the event description mentions that it begins with a ritual. The last and darkest affiliation I've confirmed via social media footprints is that my neighbor and a few members of their local communities are also involved with some compassionate death groups. There's no way for me to verify at this time if these affiliations overlapped in a meaningful way. So I'll simply state the facts that I have evidence to prove. My super asked me about the jumping again when I saw him today. He remains eager to act. He agreed with my new game plan to wait for another large event to happen, and then call him to check on my dishwasher so he can intervene. So for now, the ways in which the puzzle pieces of ecstatic dance, compassionate death, patio dirt rituals, and ceiling collapse connect will remain a mystery. Then, OP updates again. Hey everyone, thanks for your interest in my strange saga. While the contractors will be arriving at 8.30am tomorrow to start the patio upheaval process, I have a few updates to share since I last posted four days ago. The couple and the people The couple has gone back to elusive mode since their confrontation on Friday. I haven't seen either of them, but I heard the woman talking on a phone while checking her mail. I live by the building front door. She mentioned the next one is on, then the person on the line cut her off it sounded like she was planning her next workshop already at least i'll be prepared for it and will call my super to fake check on my dishwasher so he can bust them when the people are present as for the people i think i've identified one member of the group on saturday i heard the music at an ambient level mostly just bass not loud enough to launch a complaint as well as an increased foot traffic in the stairwell since it was a weekend these observations alone could be a coincidence I was in my apartment until late afternoon when I left to meet up with friends. My boyfriend has been staying with me so I don't have to enter or exit the building alone. As we went downstairs, I saw a man outside standing directly in front of the building's door. My building is next to a few establishments, including a coffee shop, so it's common for people to accidentally stand in front of the doorway without realizing that's an apartment building. Every time I open the door behind someone in my path, the other person's reaction is inevitably the exact same. Turn, quick moment of recognition, then move far out of the way. Not this guy. He was giving bouncer energy with a wide stance, clad in a black cut off t shirt, sunglasses, and a black baseball cap. He also had a well groomed moustache, but that was the only identifiable feature about him. He was looking at his phone when I opened the door, but when he turned around, he looked at me, sidestepped just enough for me plus my boyfriend to pass, returned to his position, and then started texting while looking at us as we got into an Uber. My boyfriend agreed that his demeanor was odd and his doorway stance was like someone waiting to get into the building or new people inside. He could have caught the door to go in when I was leaving though. People do that sometimes. After this encounter, along with the fact that I heard more people come into the building that day, a potential theory is that the group wanted to know when I would be out of my apartment so they could do their jumping routines without interruption. I think I saw the same man the following day, but he was sitting on the bench next to my building's front door instead of standing. I'm not 100% sure it was him because he wasn't wearing the baseball cap, folding head underneath, and sat hunched over his phone so I couldn't see his face well. But I did notice the well grown mustache. Next steps. Yesterday, my super was the one standing in front of the building. He hangs out around the block every day, but he was leaning on brick between my building's front door and the establishment to the immediate right. He told me about the 8.30am contractor arrival on Wednesday, but I wonder if he was also scaring off the weekend door guard with his presence. Now for the final clues of interest. I'm Instagram friends with a person who lives on the third floor of my building. She looks a little older than me, mid-30s, but we have similar energy and lifestyles. Unlike me, she is a big burning man person. Not sure if the couple actually went. Their music just reminded me of it. So there was a small chance that I'm living in a rosemary's baby scenario i decided to message her on sunday to find out if she knew anything she said she was sorry about my ceiling confirmed that she's heard the loud music a few random times inside and agreed the dirt spreading sounds bizarre she hadn't witnessed anything she doesn't seem like the investigative type lol but she did send me a short video with her view of their patio while the patio's appearance was nondescript to an average viewer there were a few strange things that stood out to me On the day I super chipped off all my unstable seating plaster, Friday, I also heard a power drill and potentially a saw at work on the patio overhead. Of course, I assumed some preliminary work was taking place to prepare for the contractors, so I didn't think anything of it. In the Sunday video, there are a lot of plants all around the perimeter of the patio. The center of the patio was empty, no objects, while a wicker couch was positioned in the corner directly above my damaged site. Why this is weird? First, I used to be able to see an outdoor dining table plus at least four plastic chairs in the center area. Maybe they got rid of these when they called one Second, plants would potentially explain some of the dirt. But why was there a couch on top of the area where the ceiling collapsed instead of plants? The couch was likely moved to that spot recently since it was allegedly rainfall that caused the water damage overload. A wicker couch would have shielded that entire area from excess water, Third, like I said, I swear I heard a power drill and saw on Friday afternoon, but from the video, all the wood planks looked intact. In fact, the entire patio looked undisturbed despite the fact that contractors are coming and will need a clear space. So, is it possible that they got a head start with the work in the water damaged area and then covered up the opening with a couch? Maybe they wanted to clear some of the evidence. I haven't heard any sounds of moving objects, i.e. plants, couch, since I saw the video on Sunday. So I'm wondering what their game plan is for the contractors. I would expect them to at least move the plants, and the couch will ultimately have to move since my super said they will be tearing up the entire deck to make sure my ceiling is safe again. I'll post a second, shorter update tomorrow evening, or Thursday morning after more information comes out. Thanks again for following along. This has been a wild journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com/slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. OP's next update. For those who are familiar with my unsettling neighborly encounters, I have a mix of both terrifying and somewhat encouraging updates to share. On Monday, my super came to replaster my bedroom ceiling. First, he said that my neighbor told the contractors she has a lot of plants because she makes bush medicines. She also told him that dancing is a part of a professional practice as a healer for people who are in bereavement after the loss of a loved one. So my friend and I weren't far off when we made the connection between her ecstatic dance and compassionate death affiliations. I showed him new cracks in my living room ceiling that are growing in size and number by the day. He told me to send videos of the cracks to building management but management suggested I start with a handwritten note by their door explaining how their behaviors are wreaking havoc on my life. Since the super was working in my apartment, my neighbor was actively bumping music plus jumping. I wrote a note in which I requested she reduce the volume of her music and be mindful of the intensity of her activities. I explained that the jumping or dancing was causing significant new cracks in my living room ceiling and I offered for her to speak with me directly if needed. While I was reluctant to suggest this, I knew she might try another stalking trick if I didn't give her the option up front. So, I sent the note. After 90 minutes, my super said he had to leave for an hour while the plaster dried, but he would be back soon. Of course, my neighbor chose the end of this time frame to come down, when I was alone. When I opened the door, she again had the biggest fake smile and said, Hi, then waved the note. First of all, she said, I want to thank you for your open communication. That is so important and so rare in our city. Fake flattery. She admitted that she dances, which she has to do for her mental health. But she claimed that she only danced in the mornings for 30 to 60 minutes. 90 minutes max. I knew she was lying, so I said that her actions are affecting my mental health. She followed up with a range of excuses, including that they had been in the process of rearranging furniture, unpacking boxes and they sometimes watch movies in the evening with their loudspeakers. i showed her the cracks that were immediately visible from the doorway area she pointed to one and said see we used to have one table over there but now we have two due to the furniture rearranging so maybe that's the reason we also have cracks in our ceiling and you know we all have to share this space i asked her about hosting any large events in the past month which she flat out denied She briefly mentioned that she does sessions, but didn't elaborate further. The following suggestion, I later realized, was entrapment. My neighbor said she would give me her phone number, go upstairs slash lower the volume, then I should text to let her know if I could still hear it. Thankfully, my super came while she was in the process of sharing her contact information. She immediately tensed up, quickly gave the number, and then scurried off. As she passed my super, she randomly blurted out, We're best friends now, referring to me and her. My super and I are both very aware of the antics, so of course he didn't buy that manipulation tactic. I texted her that I couldn't hear the music now, to which she responded, So glad to hear that. Thanks again for opening a line of communication. I'm always happy to chat. Hope you have a lovely day. Prayer hands plus heart emoji. In retrospect, I think she wasn't playing the music at all. I also felt like our conversation was riddled with gaslighting, misdirection, and flat-out lies. I was somewhat confused, but I know what I've been experiencing and have plenty of evidence to prove it. Within hours of our conversation, my neighbor started up the loud music plus dancing as if nothing happened. I was furious. I took new audio recordings and immediately emailed building management with my new evidence, footage of the ceiling cracks, along with a photo of my note. I explained that my neighbor was kind, though somewhat misleading, and expressed interest in accommodating my requests. I also said her behaviors were continuing as normal despite the false claims that she would take my experiences into account. The building manager said to keep her updated, but it was clear she assumed the situation would be resolved on its own. Nope. My neighbor continued with the incessant bass-heavy music plus jumping shenanigans the next day and the day after. I continued to document everything, On Wednesday evening, I went out for a quick errand and again was a victim of the stalking tricks. She ran into me as I was entering the building, waited until I passed her on the stairwell and then spoke up. She acknowledged that I've probably still been hearing her activities the past couple of days and that I will continue to hear them for the next few days, all due to rearranging furniture. She said the coffee table had been sold that day. Not true. I was working in my living room all day and would have heard such a commotion in the stairwell. I said yes i've been hearing her loud and clear shortly after this in-person encounter my neighbor went on to host a party i heard people in the stairwell who seemed unfamiliar with whose apartment they were even visiting and one guest introduced herself as a friend of someone else while the music was much lower the group began running back and forth overhead hearing these strange activities without the music was somewhat creepier than with the music i took more recordings and then retreated to my bedroom But of course, the group decided to migrate to their patio, right above my head again. By 10.30pm, I had had enough. They were no longer dancing, but the group's chatter along with ethereal music, a female soprano singing vocalizations, was too much. I sent her a text. I explained that I understand she has every right to host guests in her space, but, but I was perturbed by the way she said to my face that any excess noise I might hear in the coming days was from rearranging furniture. I said I could hear music and conversations very clearly as the noise filters through my AC unit. I also said to please let me know if they'll be hosting events in the future so I'm not caught off guard. While my neighbor didn't respond that night, within minutes of sending the message, the group began to sing the happy birthday song in the most somber way I've ever heard it sung. I was able to record the second half of it. They sang in a monotone and there was no clapping, cheering or any standard sign of merriment that occur after singing the song the following afternoon my neighbor sent me a wall of text in which she continued to lie she said that the gathering was a very small only four friends so it didn't even cross her mind to let me know when she saw me earlier she also said it was the first time they had hosted more than two people over this entire year i honestly had to laugh at that she said when she first saw my text they lowered the music volume and told the friends to quiet down so she admitted that she saw my message but made no mention of any birthday affair as for the furniture rearranging she explained that it had been part of a longer term project and added more lies that they had just received a dining table and bookshelf they'd been waiting on for eight months not only would i have seen such large packages in the stairwell but also why share so much irrelevant information if being truthful Finally, my neighbor said that they will be hosting two more events next week. Another small gathering of four friends next Wednesday in honor of her partner's birthday and a larger gathering on Friday, again for his birthday. Like I said, she made no mention of singing happy birthday the night before. Who would host three birthday parties over two weeks? It was all false. She followed up five minutes later with a second text that explained she was late to respond because she's been in back-to-back sessions. So I finally had written evidence of her talking about these sessions. I didn't respond to the text. I refused to engage her or her partner any further. I continued to play music and stomp around that evening, but I had my boyfriend and a friend over who heard everything and validated me that all of this is absolutely maddening. On Friday, I finally called my building manager to explain everything. She needed to understand that something very strange and potentially dangerous is going on above me. Thankfully, I was finally believed. It turns out my building had no idea that she was running some form of a business and hosting group events. I thought they at least had a vague awareness. The building manager said they would get the attorney involved ASAP to review their lease contract and pursue action. She asked for all my evidence, including written communications, a personal written account of verbal communications, audio recordings, and footage of ceiling damage. I've been taking videos of the ceiling cracks over the past few weeks to demonstrate how quickly they're growing. I made a Google folder that divided each category, dated every piece of evidence and sent. I was so relieved. It felt like some form of action was finally in motion. I assumed the building attorney was working on a case against them over the weekend, so I ignored their relentless music and jumping. But today, Sunday, my neighbors have been hosting yet another gathering since 11.30am. I've been hearing heavy bass, sporadic jumping, and chatting on their patio going on for seven and a half hours now. While I've continued to collect my evidence, I decided to wait until tomorrow to check in with management. Around 5pm, I was quietly sitting on my couch when out of nowhere, I heard the door open from above. Someone jogged down and then pounded on my front door. I didn't move a muscle. The person on the other side waited for about a minute. I thought I heard keys jangling, and then they slowly retreated back upstairs and shut the door again. Honestly, I have no idea what's going on now. The music plus jumping increased after the knocking incident. Maybe they were testing if I was home, but I'm rattled by how I'm feeling watched when I'm minding my own business. At the same time, I want to keep laying low to protect myself. I still have very little information about this group. They're clearly escalating. Three events planned within one week, despite added pressure from everyone around them. In the meantime, I edited a new video with my recent recordings including the creepiest happy birthday of all time, footage of the living room ceiling damage, audio recordings from the gatherings. Whenever my neighbors succeed in making contact or I'm notified about a solid resolution, I will update the post. Please don't comment with remind me notifications, but to whoever is listening, thank you for supporting me during this insane neighborly crisis. Once it's all over, I hope I never have to meet these two quacks again. And whilst this isn't concluded as yet, OP did leave one more comment, which says the building's management lawyers contacted them last night. I'll update the post later this evening with details, but I spoke to a relative who's a lawyer and they advised me to wait on engaging my own representation for now. In our present circumstances, I'm just a witness, which makes it more difficult for them to retaliate against me on a legal front. And then OP supplied one more video showing the audio and the new ceiling damage that's happened and what's been going on which I'm going to share at the very end, as well as the outro at the same time. But the escalating behavior is really, really worrying, especially when you heard the door open, they come round downstairs, someone's banging on the door, you thought you heard keys. That was freaking me the hell out. I hope you really do look after yourself in this situation because it sounds worrying. It does really sound worrying at this moment. At first, I thought just a couple of wild neighbors, but like you said, it does feel like it's escalating in some form. And I don't think there's any further advice that anyone could give you because I think you're doing everything right at the moment. You're documenting everything, collecting all that evidence. And I think that's all you can do unless you can go and stay with someone else for the time being because they're scaring the shit out of me. i got to be honest with you. But I did speak to OP in private message over on Reddit and I'm going to be sending them the link to this post. So if you do have any advice for OP as well, don't forget to share it with them. Just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, sharing your love, not just towards me, but to OP as well and the situation that they're in. Incredibly scary. But here's that video evidence that OP is sharing with us. Let us know what you think. Much love and goodbye.